You're quite hostile. I got a right to be hostile, man. My people been persecuted. Welcome to the Here You Are Wasa podcast. This is an interview with write-in candidate for Wasa Mayor Dave Prokop. So why did you decide? So what made you decide to run for mayor? <clears throat> well, you know, having been a city employee here since 2002, and for basically about 13 years, you've, you've kind of seen, uh, I was under, you know, the, the tutelages, or I suppose, or the auspices of, uh, of Linda Lawrence, and then, and then uh, uh, Jim Tipple took over, and you just kind of see, as things go on, how, you know, I've got such, I've got such, oh, I guess my, my military background and you know, my dress, right dress and all that uh, ingrained into me for, for my years of service, that you just kind of see that the leadership that goes on and the, 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 or I should say the lack of leadership that has been going on in the city and what this city has to offer in contrast to what's coming out of city hall. And I just said, you know what? So many people sit around and say, well, you know, if I was mayor, I would do this. Or if I was in that position, I would do that. Well, you know, I decided to put my money where my mouth is and say, you know what? I know I can do this. And give me the chance, put me in that office. And I guarantee you, this city will turn around. Okay, good. So uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, sort of what you see is, you know, kind of give me an example of something that's that's wrong. And then we'll then we'll do a uh, a question about something that's right. So if you could pick one specific thing, you know, where you're talking about both leadership or you know an actual event or something that the city has done incorrectly, what would what would that be? Well, take a look at. Uh, I can give you a couple examples. First, uh, take take a look at the, at the mall. You know, obviously everybody's chow, chopping at the bit talking about the mall. Um, I was not in favor of the $4.1 million that the city voted on uh, unsecured for it. You've got CBL, who is basically a, uh, oh, you know, I, I, I suppose yeah, some type of some type of, of property management where they are property, property manager where they don't really have a vested interest in what's going on as far as the community is concerned. If you take a look at their background, they buy and sell and buy and sell and buy and sell malls and different properties all across the U.S. So, you know, if you last year um, they bought they bought a property in I believe it was either July or August, and then flipped it in September or October of last year and made close to I believe it was between two hundred and three hundred thousand dollars off of it. Okay, I I didn't want to see that happen here in town. You know, it's it, a lot of people that have put work into it and. You know, you've got you've got the the, the one the one uh, party or the one group that is saying you know malls are dying, and then you've got the other party that's saying, well, you know, we can revamp this. You have to take a look at the mall, and you have to make it something that is going to bring people downtown. Now, if you take a look at you know as far as newspaper example, you know the New York Times, um, they were at one point. They were at one point you know, the the dominant the dominant force as far as printed media was concerned, um, and they've kind of they've kind of lost their they've kind of lost their uh, luster so to speak. Malls used to be the shopping centers that they once were, where everybody used to go to, 
And now people are like going, yeah, geez, you know, I got to go to the mall. Um, a, the Wausau Mall is, it's kind of hard to get to. It takes anywhere from 8 to 13 minutes to get out, depending on the traffic flow, to get from uh, 3951 to downtown. Second, you've got almost one-way streets that are down there. And if you go by the mall, the next thing you know, you're heading northbound. You're either heading south on Grand Avenue or north on 6th Street. And you're having to try and figure out, well, how am I going to get back to the mall? So, you know, as anybody anybody who's ever dealt with uh, property and real estate always knows that, you know, you've got location, location, and location, which is the, which is, is always the, the prime thing that you're looking for. Well, to combat that, what you have to do, if you don't have location, then you have to have something that's going to draw you there. And most recently, driving by the mall, uh, probably within the last, oh, three weeks, if you drive down uh, in between where uh, the Oz is and those, and those, uh, photogra- those photograph studios are <clears throat> and the mall, you've got about anywhere from a half dozen to a dozen you know, kids or people that are sitting outside the mall smoking. And if you're somebody who's coming, if you're somebody who's coming through town and you see that, you're going to be like, what? Ah, oh, jeez, you know, this is what I got to walk through to get into the mall once I find parking to get in there. It's kind of, <clears throat> it's kind of a, it's kind of ridiculous. And it, it, to me, it was a total turnoff just to see that there. My plan, as far as the mall would be concerned, and you know, like I like I did say, I was vocally against the 4.1 million uh, as far as it being uh, unsecured. But since city council did did say that, you know what, we're going to go ahead with it. Well, you know, as your mayor, or if I'm elected mayor, then yes, I will support city council. But what we have to do is we've got to make it attractive. Now, my my thought process on this would be to go back in order for us to move ahead. We have to look back to our yesteryear where Wausau was the uh, premier city in the central Wisconsin as far as walking was concerned. If we were to uh, take a trip back in history and remodel and even open up the mall, itself and reconstruct some of the some of the, the buildings that are in there and turn that into circa 1900 1910 logging town wausau paper town wausau i'm telling you people would come from miles just to shop there because we would be able to get great shops that are in there you, know, you take a look at some of the strip malls that are out there such as uh, uh and i shouldn't say strip malls but the, the outlet malls uh like johnson creek and oshkosh has you get uh, an Under Armour in there. You get a uh, North Face in there. You get the other, I always call them the, the uh, couch purses, but they're coach, they're, or they're coach purses. You, know, you get that stuff in there and make people say, you know what, we're heading downtown to Wausau because they've got all these things. But not only that, it's like, kind of like you're stepping back into history in order to appreciate the future. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I do. Yeah, I do understand. It creates, a, it creates a, an added layer of destination. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? And not one of the candidates that are out there has even come close to. They say, "Well, you know, we've got to, you know, we've got to do this and we've got to do it." Well, companies and businesses aren't going to want to uproot and transplant their, you know, their everybody's livelihood to come to a place that doesn't offer anything. So you have to offer. You know, not only do will we offer, you know, a great downtown and with a great city life. But geez, you know, you've got the you've got the Lake Wausau watershed that's out there that is one of the premier fishing, uh, one of the premier fisheries here in the state, and we are the gateway to the north, and we are the crossroads of Wisconsin, and there is not enough emphasis put on that as far as Wausau. So, so yes, yeah, so then, so then let's let's talk about something that we're doing right. What's 
because it's it's easy for us to to sort of let you guys uh, campaign negatively because there's so much negative stuff going on. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But but what's some what's something that they got right? We have the city of Wausau has one of the best educational systems in the state. We uh, in historic. Not only that is is our, is our not only is our academics there, but you know you take a look at our high school sports. We have got you know state level hockey teams. We have got state level basketball teams. We have got state level wrestling teams. We've got state level volleyball teams that are here. That is something that gives kids the opportunity to not only to not only uh, increase their their participation in school, but it also helps develop the also helps develop the uh, the kids into becoming out, outstanding young men and young women. We have got um, you know not not only that is this is a great this is a great city to raise kids in the uh, the. The neighborhoods are relatively safe. You know, obviously, Wausau, uh, like all cities, does have its little uh, uh, potential for crime. But our police department, as far as I'm concerned, having worked there for 13 years, you know, we're we're, we're phenomenal. You hear Jay, uh, you hear Jay Cronwater talk about the racism and all that that goes on here. Well, you know, it's it's kind of hard for for it to, to to play the racism card when you don't necessarily see. And unfortunately, for that. Lit- with that latest incident with that African American gentleman that was involved there, you know, luckily the police department did have the video cameras out there to prove uh, otherwise on that. Our our police department goes above and beyond what it has to do as far as far as making the city safe for for its residents. Um, you know, like I say, it's a great place to, as I said, it's a, it's a great place to raise a family. Also, too, it offers you the opportunity to uh, just try and start to should offer you the opportunity for us to, to get our businesses going here. There are plenty of people here in town that have some great ideas and we just got to be able to get in there and plant that seed for them. And, uh, you know, um, Oh boy, fertilize it and get that, get that, uh, get that, uh, idea into fruition. All right. So good. Perfect. So let's, so let's talk a little bit about the dysfunction. If, if, if anybody's been following what I what I've written over the years, I the the dysfunction at, at City Hall between the to the between the staff and the council and between the council and the mayor is has reached sort of a an epic level. The keen the keen winters thing is I I think hilarious and very yeah. sad and yeah. and at the same time not the only thing going on. I mean, the the level of dysfunction between the council and the and the city staff is is tremendous. So how do you how do you curb that? Well, and you know, and and everybody sits there and says, "Oh, I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to be." That is probably the worst word that has been beaten around out there and batted about. And I mean, it starts literally. The word transparency coming down from the president of the United States and Congress and everything in between to the city council of Wausau, it, it, it just horrifies me to hear that word because when you have to sit there and try and say that you're transparent, what you're saying is any other actions before that have been non-transparent. When that is, when that is so, when that is just, it does such an injustice as far as the way people are, are concerned here. You have to take uh, stock in yourself. 
as far as being, you know, what I what I what I call you know, what they used to use the words, you know, even the the Italian mafia on there, where they talk about somebody being a stand-up guy. Well, you know, if you have your principles on here and you are a principled person and you're able to stand on your own two feet and you defend defend your principles and, and or uh, 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 you know produce those principles. That's not the word that I'm looking for, but uh, to expound on those principles, you know what? That is what leadership needs. You know, for you to sit there and make backdoor deals that have been made here in Wasa and not provide all of the information to city council to make a to make a well thought out and a well informed deal as far as, as downtown is concerned, you know, it, it, it's ridiculous. Why would you want to imperil our the city's finances on something that you have kind of masked or? You know, it would be like uh, you know selling somebody a car where you're thinking that it's all everything on the outside looks nice, but the, but the engine is crap. And uh, you know, I just it it just bothers me because uh, from from my background in law enforcement, in the military, and stuff, you know, it, it, there's there's right and wrong. Sometimes there's gray areas and stuff. But in order, but if you start manipulating things to uh, attain something that you personally want that not a lot of other people have had access to and should have access to. To me, it's just it, it's unthinkable that you would actually do something like that. It's just not the way I was raised. It, it's just not the, the way that I, I've raised my kids. And you know, to for it to just to be non you know upfront and an open book about everything and say you know, hey, look, if, if there if there is some type of of consternation or if you've got a question about something, by all means, you have to give the information, good, bad, or otherwise out to the city of Wausau and to city council because they're the ones who are making the, the final decision on it. City Hall, for the most part, should not be involved in business decisions per se. What the, it should follow underneath is the city council for the fact that you, know, you talk about being the CEO of the city, yes. You've got uh, you know you've got all your all your infrastructure that you have to deal with with your taxes and your the protection or the, the safety of the city, the uh, cleaning up of the garbage, the road crews, um, water treatment, what have you. That is the function of city hall. Trying to get into business deals and uh, other things that go on like that that we really don't have the experience in. I don't think city hall should really be involved with it now. Should city council decide to say, you know, hey, as they did, say, you know, hey, we're going to go ahead with this with this thing, then that's fine. That is what city council is doing. But city hall supports what city council does. Now, the other, you got to take a look at the issue. If people have people talk about everything that's going on in, you know, why city hall is in such a dour mood. Well, you got to kind of take a look at the actors that are involved here. You know, you've got Mayor Tipple that's there. You've got uh, Myla Height, who is the uh, human resources director there. She seems to have a dark cloud that follows her wherever she goes. She came from Tacoma, Washington, where she had some serious issues out there and then was brought here to be our human resources director. Now, since she has come in, you can literally see how the uh, environment or the atmosphere in City Hall has gone downhill. With her redesigning the uh, with redesigning the uh, 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 the book or the, the manual for the uh, for the city, as far as that's concerned, she is trying to uphold all the power or try to draw all the power into her, where she makes the final decisions on that. That is not her job. 
her job is to make sure that we've got uh, health insurance benefits that we are getting paid, and if there is something that goes on uh, that there is, if there should be some type of a, a complaint as far as you know managerial or you know an EEO complaint, equal equal opportunity or uh, what have you on that, that's her job to follow it up, and I understand that. But you don't go blazing uh, into other things and when you're not wanted, and you can you can literally see how anything that, that she becomes involved with. Now, case in point, if you take a look at this, um, with the stuff that Keen Winters just posted on there, as far as this website, uh, the, the, the Truth, truth, whatever it is, Truth, Wausau Truth, or True Wausau, on this website that's, go, that's going on there, where it was just lambasting Winters, and it started to go after Oberbeck, and it started to go after Mielke and all that stuff. Well, Oberbeck calls the city and says, you know, to the mayor, and says, what the hell's going on here? And he's like, uh, uh, well, let me get into it. Well, then you involve the, you involve the human resources director who is Isla Heights. All three of these people start talking to each other. And then the next thing you know, you go to the website and the website's down. Well, with the website being down, you're able to trace it back and, you know, you push a button. Well, one of the letters that was written there was, was written by, uh, which just happens to be Myla Heights' roommate. So if you take a look at that, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, uh, you know, Perry Mason or anything like that, but I would sit there to say, you know, if, if, if it looks like a rat and it smells like a rat, the chances are it's probably a rat. And if, when you have got, when you've got so much of that going on and you have got a mayor who fails to execute his mayoral duties and put that to a halt, and allow that kind of activity to go on inside of City Hall is ludicrous. I would like to see, and I'm betting you, you know, apples, apples to, for dollars to donuts, as we say, I would like to see whoever the next mayor is that comes in, fire her for cause, because she is, she sits there and says core values this, core values that, and constantly, constantly thumps on the desk, core values, core values when she is the biggest violator of the core values asset that's out there. And nine times out of ten, when you see somebody who is uh, bloviating about something that, that everybody really appreciates, they are usually the number one violator of all that. And I think if I think if, 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 if I were elected mayor, I can tell you, the first thing I would do is fire her. To me, and this is my opinion, she has become just such a, a, a dark shadow on City Hall the way she treats people and the way that uh, the way that she goes after people is 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 ludicrous. And I think that the, you literally, if you want to use the term, she is a cancer up there. Okay, that that's a pretty strong statement. So that's that's good. I think that you know we we do need some you know conviction from our mayoral candidates. There seems to be quite a bit of waffling on a lot of things. So it's it's good that uh, yeah, there's a lot a lot of milk toast going on up there. Yeah, exactly. So. All right, so uh, that that's about it. That's about all the questions we have time for today. So if, if people wanted to get a hold of you before the election, uh, we're going to get the, these th- these podcasts up on Saturday. If people wanted okay. to get a hold of you uh, before the election, uh, how could they do that? Well, I've got my website that's up. Uh, it, it's David, uh, let's see, David Prokop for mayor.com, I think, and then bigdaveformayor.com, or you can look me up on uh you can look me up on Facebook, which is uh, David Prokop for Wausau Mayor. Okay, good. All right, thanks, Dave. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate it, man. You know, this, this is literally like the first time where we we're not confined by time on this. 
and uh, you can get more into the meat of the subject. And, uh, Dino, I really appreciate you giving me the time to expand on a lot of the points that I've been trying to make. Well, glad to do it. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one.
Got 99 pounds, it's a chain for